Hello and welcome to Marketing Connected. I am your host, Janice Tan. Each week, we will speak with industry leaders on pertinent topics in the marketing and advertising scene across Southeast Asia remotely. Today, we have with us Sebastian Lopez, founder and CEO of digital marketing agency, Jolt Digital. Prior to founding the agency in 2018, Sebastian was Johnson & Johnson's director, integrated marketing and communications for Asia-Pacific. He began his career on the agency side and has worked at OMD, Initiative, Starcom, PhD and Mindshare. Today, Sebastian will share with us what made him return to the agency world, what his reinvention process is, and why marketers should be spending during this period. Hi, Sebastian. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on our podcast. Good morning, Janice. I'm super happy to be with you this morning and really excited to try a new format uh, with you. You founded Jolt Digital two years ago, and since then, the agency has worked with brands such as Coty, Ferrero, and Wine Connection. For the benefit of our audience tuning in for the first time, could you tell us a little bit more about Jolt Digital? Uh, so Jolt Digital is a digital marketing agency that I launched uh, one and a half year ago. After having worked uh, on both sides, client side and agency side, I realized that there was a gap in the uh, agency industry. Agencies do not leverage ad tech and martech that are available for them, whereas clients are asking for it so their plans can deliver better performance. This is when I decided to create an agency that leverage ad tech and martech for clients. We integrate currently more than 20 ad tech and martech in our clients' plans. You started Jolt Digital after having a taste of a client side with J&J. Well, I guess we can say that you came back to the dark side. Yeah, the dark side. That sounds a bit scary. What made you head back to the agency world? I think there are a couple of reasons which uh, made me come back. But the most important one is what I've explained, uh, what I've just explained. I identified uh, a gap in the agency model, which is the lack of ad tech and martech usage by agencies. And I saw uh, a way to disrupt the industry and create a new propositions for clients. It is also true that uh, I missed being challenged by clients and a chance to present new ideas and new opportunities. The agency was first founded as a consultancy to help marketers understand the ad tech and martech landscape. But sometime last year, you decided to pivot the business to start a digital agency arm along with the consultancy. While the digital agency business gives you about 90% of your revenue, the truth is, the digital agency space is an immensely competitive one. So how did you decide to take the bold leap into a crowded space with abundant digital agencies across Asia? Yeah, that's a very good question. I decided to pivot the company as clients were not interested only in implementing AdTech and MarTech. They were also asking for foundational work to be built, which means SEM, Facebook, uh, Instagram, SEO, for example. On top of that, I also saw an opportunity to launch a new agency model where technology is embedded into the plans, something that didn't exist before. So we could have a unique positioning 
and stand out in this very crowded space, as you said. We have just uh, hired one more person this week and hopefully uh, more later on. Uh, we have some smart clients that trust us and are continuing to advertise as they understand that now is not the time to reduce your advertising activity, but to maintain it or increase it. Despite the pandemic, you shared with us that your business is still growing and you are still being able to hire. How are you feeling about the future of your business? So to answer your question, uh, we are not on the same growth trajectory as we were before, that's for sure, but we are still growing. Uh, we are finding new ways of growing, and this is by helping existing clients to do more with them, or trying to help clients that need to sell through online and trying to equip them with the right digital marketing strategy and tactics. Like you, many other agencies are also unable to meet their growth projections for the year. But unlike you, they have Global to report back to. Given you've also been part of the big network scene, you know, having worked with the likes of Mindshare, PhD and Starcom, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, I'm not in their shoes, uh, to be honest. So it's a bit difficult to answer this question, but let me just try uh, I think they have tremendous pressure, tremendous pressure, especially, uh, you know, with, with global, regional, uh, you know, uh, waiting for them to deliver on, on their numbers. Uh, that's for sure. It is very, very tough. But I would say, I mean, uh, uh, for us and for everyone, I think I would, what I, I would advise is really uh, to uh, continue to try to find new ways. I think there are always uh, new things we can do. And I have a principle, which is uh, never leave uh, a stone unturned. There are everything and many things we can try uh, to find uh, new revenues, new streams of revenues. And this goes with uh, trying to reinvent ourselves, trying to provide a new offering, trying to be different. So it's really, uh, it comes down to agility, comes down to flexibility. Uh, I mean, this is maybe more uh, closer to us uh, since we are a small agency. Uh, so we can do that. Uh, but that, that's my advice, really, the agility, flexibility, and trying to always uh, do everything you can, never leave really uh, any stone unturned. That's great. I love what you said about flexibility and reinvention. Now, we have been talking about transformation and innovation for the longest time. But innovation really means nothing if it is not rooted in solving clients' problems. So tell us, Sebastian, What's your process of reinvention and innovation? What a big question, Janice. Uh, okay, let me give it a go. Uh, I think for us, you know, we, we obey to one big principle, which is test and learn. Test and learn, to me, is a big digital marketing principle. And we do this not just for clients' plans, uh, but we do this as well for ourselves in order to innovate. Uh, we test new things, uh, and if it's working, then we adopt and then we do more. If it's not working, then we quickly uh, change and go to something else. And I think this is also uh, what I explained uh, before in terms of the pivot uh, we did. Uh, actually, you know, we realized that uh, clients wanted more, uh, more of just uh, not only Atec and Martech uh, into their plans, but also wanted to have the foundational work. So we tried this uh, with our clients and it worked very well. And then we started to adopt it. So I think for us, it's, it's all about, yeah, applying this principle of test and learn, not just on client strategies and client's plans, but also for ourselves. We live and breathe, I think, test and learn. 
And also, I think we are kind of lucky to work with, you know, companies uh, who constantly uh, change, constantly reinvent themselves, which are the ad tech and martech. So uh, this also helps us to constantly learn new things, constantly see new opportunities. All right, let's delve into something slightly more personal. When the pandemic hit, did you have any regrets of leaving your stable marketer role at J&J and starting up on your own? Uh, regrets? Uh, not at all, no. Regardless of the pandemic and all the difficulties and the roadblocks uh, I had before, I faced before as an entrepreneur, uh, the learnings are enormous. And it completely fulfilled my dream. The dream I had was to launch my own business, and I did it. I'm very proud of it. Did you have any sleepless nights? Sleepless uh, nights, uh, yes, of course. I think every entrepreneur has uh, sleepless nights. Uh, you don't need a pandemic for that, but for sure the pandemic is not helping. So as you mentioned, you initially started the business hoping to help marketers understand the complicated ad tech martech space. How do you see the ad tech space evolving now with the current crisis? Do you see a lot of the companies struggling and closing shop? Yeah, I think it's true. Uh, it would be very brutal for some startups and uh, some ad tech and market companies will have, unfortunately, to close down. Uh, with those that we have decided to integrate in our plans, we haven't seen any of them closing down. And maybe uh, that can be explained by the fact that uh, when we curate them and carefully select them, I think we select the strongest, those that can add value to brands. We, so in other words, we already selected those that will stay. Uh, when we select the technology that we will integrate in our plans, we put ourselves in the client's shoes and make sure they can add value in a unique way and can also answer challenges that clients are facing. So very important to you know, act as, as a, a next client and to put ourselves in the client's shoes and again, to think what can they help client with. And then this, this kind of uh, creation selection, I think made really um, the, the startup that we work with stay. There have been several ad tech companies starting up in the recent years trying to grab a piece of the marketing pie and many marketers are left overwhelmed with all the possible products out there. And the truth is, everyone promises the world, but it is only when you start using the product that you know the holes it has. As a former marketer yourself, what advice do you have for the marketing community facing this issue? Yeah, it's true that it's a wild world with many ad tech and market companies out there. It can certainly be overwhelming. I had some disappointments myself when I started to execute uh, some campaigns with some tech companies, as the product, for example, was not as ready as they said before. But it was not unfixable. And overall, the tech was still very good and adding lots of value uh, to the plant. So my advice to marketers is to first spend enough time to do your homework. Look at the tech company credentials, the revenues they are making, their case studies, clients they have worked with, and how they compare to similar propositions. Uh, what's so unique about them? I personally don't go after freshly created companies as it's way riskier and I'm not a VC. Then always tap into your network to see if people have heard about them and if they are solid, serious, and reliable. So very important to ask around and to see if whatever you have uh, validated with your homework is also true 
from the grapevine. A couple of days ago, we read an article on whether marketers should be spending or saving during this time. For all listeners out there, you can check out the article on www.marketing-interactive.com. Now, going back to you, Sebastian, you were of the view that marketers should be spending. Tell us why you think so, given every dollar spent today by marketers have to be rooted in ROI and measurability. Is it really the time to spend? Yes, of course. Um, I think, um, you know, if you reduce your spend or if you stop uh, spending during uh, this moment, this difficult time, so your SOV, your share voice will drop completely. And, and then uh, it means that it will have an impact on your market share because there's a direct correlation between SOV and SON. Uh, so in the long term, uh, you're going to be uh, um, suffering or it's going to take uh, very much longer uh, for you to recover. Uh, and it has been proven uh, from lots of research uh, in history. If you look back at crisis, even from uh, 1918, uh, it has been proven that if you uh, advertisers who maintain their spends or even better, who increase their spends, uh, will benefit uh, in the long term because their SLV will increase. Subsequently, their SOM, so market share, will increase as well. If you don't do that, uh, maybe you save some money immediately across the next few months, great, but it will take much longer for uh, the brand to recover and you will recover not to the same level as uh, you had before in terms of market share. So uh, really, my advice is maintain the spends and even maybe up the spends that will really benefit you, uh, maybe more in the long term, but it will definitely benefit you. Okay, and we can trust that this answer from you is coming as an ex-marketer and not given the fact that you run a digital agency right now. Am I right, Sebastian? Yes, that's true. I think uh, it's one thing you know I have as, as an advantage is being an ex-marketer as well and running an agency now. So always put yourself in the client's shoes. Once again, this is Sebastian Lopez, founder and CEO of Job Digital. Thank you for listening to Marketing Connected. I am your host, Janice Tan, and we will be back next week with another session. If you wish to learn about innovation and digital transformation for your business, visit our webinars page at webinars.marketing-interactive.com. Once there, you will have a whole range of topics to choose from which will best aid your business needs. The Marketing Connected series is produced by Marketing Interactive.